Like he's always been a god, but now he's finally a king. Mm. But no one ever like looked at him like, oh yeah, that's a god. Like now it's like, mm. oh, he's holding lives. He's a capital, yeah, capital G. Yeah. Capital G God. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah because um, even Hawk, when he says, like, I'm a God, he calls it a puny God. No. Yeah. And we are live with another episode of The Key Talks. If you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. And if you are, then you can see that um, I got to update this background for Loki. But we're here to talk about Loki season two. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. Let me introduce our awesome guests to my right. We got Sarah Zitney herself, Miss Marauder. Sarah, how's it going? Hello, it's great. Uh, I'm at my in my childhood bedroom because the internet is out in my home. So, enjoy. well, I'm I'm glad that you 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 have a childhood bedroom, right? Yes, yes. That's yeah. a, that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but thanks also for going the extra mile. Well, actually, I don't know how far away your childhood house is. It could be an extra couple like six. Actually, yes, yeah, I went an extra six miles. Extra six miles just for the show. Thank you, yeah, uh, for be, for being on this to talk about Loki season two. Uh, right, if you can see the grid, because uh, you're watching us live, but if you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, you can't see the grid. You can't see who everybody else is. It's kind of like a little Brady Bunch situation in the box uh, underneath my box. We got Ryan Terhune, aka Ginger Snark. Ryan, hello. How's it going? Not too bad. I've been up for uh, 13, 14 hours or so. What so. are you doing? Are you just I, watching Lo- the final episode of Loki like over, over and over and again? Over and over and over. And I was working, but <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I wish I could watch it over. I wish I could watch it again for the first time. I'll say that. Okay. I, I did re-watch the episode, so I've seen it twice. I don't know if anybody here has seen it more than once, but let me introduce uh, our third and final guest, and then, you know, maybe we'll I'll ask some questions. We got Mariah Carly, a.k.a. Mariah Carly. There's like two two Ys. It's two Ys, yeah. Two Ys. I wasn't creative enough, so. I mean, that's cool. It's M- Mariah Carly Y. Right. Yeah. It's honestly, it's only because I kept getting people thinking I was Mariah Carey. So I just like, whether by better way to salute it, it's just to add an extra Y. I mean, I don't I, know. I'm with you, know. but I also think that Mariah Carey also has a Y. So yeah, it has a Y. She only has one and she has no L, but it didn't stop people from doubled thinking, up on the L's. Yeah, it did not stop people from thinking I was Mariah Carey. I don't know why. Yeah, you don't it know so why, happens. but you got two of them. Yeah, I've got two of them now. I'm I'm super happy to have everybody back because um, the strike uh, is over, SAG after strike, writer strike. We can talk um, and not be, you know, uh, putting too much power in places that there, you know, shouldn't be. Um I'm glad that we're we're able to hop on and talk about Loki season two, um, because this final episode was crazy, and you know we're gonna get into the nitty gritty of everything. I want to know what everybody's thoughts were for Loki season one before we start, because Loki season it. one was like the start of phase four, right? Like ish, it was like it, yeah, peak phase four. Did you guys like it? 
Yeah, it was probably my favorite, if not my like second favorite show. I'm actually wearing my favorite show <laughs> shirt right now. You know, I was going to say, what's your favorite? <laughs> yeah, I wonder what. No, no. But besides like Moon Knight, Loki was, it's probably my favorite. Yeah. So especially that season one was top quality, best, yeah, best Marvel show. Yeah. I I mean, everybody has their favorites. And mm-hmm. so like, I have my, my favorites. Um and then I'm my least favorite, but this is not one of them. So I'm glad. I I loved season one uh, and I was a part of, uh, I don't know if there's anyone else that was perplexed the way the internet kind of turned on season one, because I remember when the finale came out and it was like, finally, they beat the the problem of the, sh- like the shows always are super good. And then the last episode just kind of falls apart in like a CGI slugfest and we're like, well, Oh, it, like it was so good up until the end. And then when the end was just 45 minutes of he who remains talking, we were like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. But then the it, I feel like on the internet, it started to be like, hey, it's gross that Sylvie and Loki kiss. And that's all that people talked about. And I was like, I thought it was really good, you guys. I thought it made sense it. for Loki. I'm such, I love Thor and I love Loki and it just made sense. It's are we yeah. are we diving into this? We had <laughs> yeah. a, okay. Might I say that for season one of Loki, we had an after show because uh, we used to have after shows, and we'll get back to it now that the strikes are over. But like uh, we used to talk about every episode in detail, and a lot of those early Phase Four MCU shows, there was a lot to talk about. So that came up once or twice or a million times. Um, do you guys have Do you guys have hard uh, like? like beliefs on whether Loki and Sylvie is gross or not? Okay. No, I don't because it is Loki. Like it only makes sense for him to fall in love with himself. Okay. It's also really hard for me to see them as the, the same person. Yeah. They just, they're so different, especially now. Like, I mean, they're yeah. both a Loki variants, but they're so different personality wise that right. I don't see him as the same person. Yeah, I never had a problem with it. Um, I was always like, they're different enough. Um, And now after season two, uh, the like, I'm going to be, I feel like I'm going to be the lone, like, I liked the season as a whole, but I'm going to be a little grumpy about some stuff. Like Uh the complete lack of chemistry that the two of them had, like anyone who didn't like the the Loki-Sylvie ship should have loved season two because they it was yeah it was non-existent nothing nothing, no chemistry i thought the chemistry was good in season one and it was non-existent i'm fine with it being non-existent you know i I didn't really i didn't really pick up on that in season two because i was so focused on the rest of the story i didn't even think about the whole relationship part but i did notice i was like they made her a lot less likable (laughs) i'll say that i still like her but i i know they made her a lot less likable yeah I, my, my big problem with Loki season one, which I feel like gets fixed a good amount in this season is them tackling the timeline and how the timeline works. And like, it just, the rules didn't make sense. Um, I have, I'm, I'm a big time travel fan and I know that there's different ways you can tackle time travel in fiction. Um, it's made it sound like I'm a fan of personally time traveling. I have never done it, but in fiction i'm a huge fan 
And Loki season one, although I liked the ride, when I finished the season, I looked back and I was like, the time travel logic doesn't make sense. And so for me, the same way it doesn't make sense, it also helps the fact that I view Loki and Sylvie as separate beings because they should be. If the time travel stuff did make sense, then they would be a branch off the same timeline and then be the same person. But I don't consider them the same people. I can can see that. I can definitely see that. It, It was... It was, I'll be honest, this season was a bit confusing. Uh huh. It, it took me a little bit to figure out like what is happening. And I'll be honest, I'm still confused. I'm still very confused. I'm glad he got the ending he got, I yes. guess, in the same. I guess this Loki did. I don't know. I'm just, I'm very torn about it. Like, I feel sad because he is alone. There's a lot to think about. Right. Very bittersweet. Yes, it, it is. is bittersweet. I'm so relieved that you said that it was confusing because there's a moment in the finale where I was like, huh? Like, there's like two <laughs> or three moments where I was like, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what's happening. But it's like, I was like, oh, it's timey wimey. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I... it doesn't make sense. I love that timey-wimey is such a cultural, we just know what timey-wimey means. Yes. Like, but. I, my thing is, I just want to try to picture how is this going to happen with the rest of the MCU? Because honestly, I feel like it's, I'm just waiting for Marvel to do something and then everything that we just went through with Loki is just going to be torn away. Like it's not, it's not going to mean anything. Like I want this to mean something, but I just don't trust the MCU right now to not just make what I just all that confusion not mean something I just hope we have a moment where it's like oh this makes sense like yeah. only thing I can hope for is that the reason why the time stone is green is because of Loki I I have heard a lot about that right and I yeah. have my own theories you I mean th- this whole season is it started off kind of slow and I'm like what's the point I've been asking myself a lot about TV shows in general, like, what's the point? Why are we spending mm-hmm. these many, like, Ahsoka, for instance, uh, what was the point? It was eight episodes, right? Six episodes, eight episodes, and it could have been three. And what was the point? There was a lot of, like, empty space. Um, pun not intended, but <laughs> consider it intended. Um, it it but- gave me a Clone Wars flashback, so I don't care what you said say that oh all yeah I needed. that's that all great. i needed from that's that all i needed great. from ahsoka that's it but um, it gave so me a lot of really good shots of the armor to make sabine's armor there are pluses you know. yeah yeah no um, it gave me clone wars like oh my god knock all clone wars that's that's all i needed yeah. hyperventilated that's honestly the episode the show could have ended there and i would have been said this is the greatest show ever yeah uh before, before we we go forward uh because i want to essentially go through what season two was. Um, mm-hmm. And then we can finally get the ending. And then we'll go over, um, there were some questions that people asked on Instagram that I do want to get to as well. But we got enough time. I do want to shout out Carson442007, who just subscribed on Twitch uh, to The Keeg Show, uh, which is awesome. Um, thank you, uh, uh, Carson. And then also Aries 13. Also, thank you so much for, for being a fan since, uh, the beginning, uh, shout out to Nighthawk1029, uh, saying hi, Ginger Snark. 
Looks like it's one of yours, Ryan. It's <laughs> one of yours. One of mine. Um, Hopefully they are well behaved. There's also Torpedo Chicken, who brings up Avenger Prime, which is also a comic book reference to Loki, which we'll also uh, get to. Um, Torpedo Chicken also says Slow Burn is great. That's why Counterpart was excellent. What does that mean? Counterpart? I'm assuming that's a show. It could be a show. It could be an episode title. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, Loki season two starts off where Loki season one um, um, left off, right? The he who remains is dead. The timeline is branching. They can't control the problems that are that are essentially happening, right? Oh, it's a show with J.K. Simmons, Torpedo Chicken says. Uh, it's about, yeah, hmm. you know, maybe it was a slow burn as well. Um <laughs> How did you guys like uh, the start of season two? Like that first episode, were, were, did it grab you guys the way that maybe it hoped to? Um, Hang on, they're all blending together. So. I, right. Yeah, I was like, what was episode I, one? I went through and took copious notes to remind uh-huh. myself what happened on every episode. Oh. So episode one, we Good. start, Loki's time slipping. The loom is overloading. Okay. We, we meet OB and they have that delightful loki talking to obi in the past mm. obi talking to mobius in the future um they have to pull loki out of the timeline um so he stops time slipping and then the docs versus b15 plot that they tried a little bit to make us care about starts yeah um, you try to make so, us care about it's like a key that's so key sarah's gonna save the day here with these notes because i right. I, my memory is like that of a goldfish here's the deal i i, I have i have notes by episode um however the price you're gonna have to pay for that is there's a chunk that's about this big um that's about the shakespeare reference and then the t.s Eliot reference so you just i wrote it i have to pay I um, wrote notes. notes. <laughs> I wrote notes for the final episode, and I thought that was good enough. But Sarah comes in uh, with notes on everything. Um, I also wrote. I'm, I'm coming in just as confused as I watch the episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> so it seems pretty straightforward, right? The season starts off pretty straightforward, uh, as as straightforward as a time travel <laughs> show can get. Um, did you guys have hopes and dreams for season two going into season two? Things that you wanted to see. I wanted to make sense and it didn't happen. So. <laughs> That's honestly what I was hoping for. I was hoping for something to make sense in the MCU. Uh-huh. And it, I thought I was going to get the answers. And here's the goal at the end of this podcast, hopefully it all makes sense or at least more sense to all of us mm-hmm. through talking it through. This is a book. It's like a book club, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I. I tried to keep my expectations low and just be happy that we were getting a season two, but based on what was in the trailers, which is my first mistake, I was hoping for a little bit more, um, I'm going to say timey-wimey again, like uh-huh. shenanigans, like yeah. with the idea of time slipping, I thought it was going to be more of like slipping through different times, Yeah. right? So we yes. got like the 70s, we got, you know, the 18 whatevers with Victor Timely, but then that was it. So uh-huh. I was hoping the time slipping would be the big problem and not the loom being the big problem. Right. So like, right. I mean, I I still really like the season, but that was my hope. That's what I thought it was going to be going into it. I didn't yeah. like stake all my hopes on it, but that's kind of what I thought it was going to be. I feel like the, the, the season was essentially, and this actually worked out well because I'm often a, cri- a critic on 
taking a movie plot and just make it into six episodes. But I thought that this was the best example of like a decompressed movie. Like they would have cut out a bunch of stuff if they had made it a movie. But I feel like by having it be a TV show and be decompressed, they allowed much more time with the character and Mm -hmm. seeing, you know, kind of this. um, It wasn't empty space, you know? I didn't have any expectation, to be honest. I blame Marvel for this. I went in there so open-minded for the series up until the finale because uh-huh. they kept making all these Easter eggs on Instagram that I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, this is what this is going to mean. And it didn't mean anything. I like, I'm, I had to block Marvel for two days because I was so mad. Have you seen the Loki I, Instagram now? No, you know, it was on the Avengers. It was yeah. on the Marvel Inter- Entertainment. It was on the Thor official Instagram, not Loki, Thor. Yeah. They were dropping Easter eggs and they have never, they didn't even promote Loki season two on Thor's Instagram. Nothing about it until the finale. So I was like, oh my goodness, they're going to do all this. And I, I, I'll be honest, I unfollowed them for two oh. days. Okay, I'm out of the loop on this because I yeah. don't follow any because I try to avoid spoilers at all costs. I avoid yeah. trailers. I don't watch trailers. I don't like follow any of the accounts or anything. So You're I didn't lucky. see any. I didn't see. It doesn't any matter. Of you can watch what? it because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I, Even my <laughs> friend casually mentioned something about Thor and then like didn't elaborate on it. Yeah. Well, what, they dropped three. Thought? Yeah. Well, they dropped three different like for a whole week drop easter eggs about um thor and odin and looming up i guess it's because he gets the throne at the end but it didn't do that but the avengers the official avengers dropped stuff about loki mm. um marvel did too and, and um, they all had clocks the only caption was a clock and they were all set to different times so it was like yes. counting down. um aries 13 says that they deleted all the loki posts on instagram after the loom exploded the first time Yes. Yeah, and it which was I just think is just too, that's fun. I it didn't know this. Minutes going access denied. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, right now they, and I think this is symbolism. This whole final episode was super symbolic. I have my theories, but essentially the lo- the whole Loki, um, official Loki on Instagram, it says God Loki, burdened with glorious purpose, and it's just uh twelve blocks. It's 12 squares put together to make, sorry, it's all green. So my green screen is like messing up, (laughs) but it's Loki sitting on his throne and that's 12 squares Mm -hmm. on the main, on the main profile. Um, Actually, that kind of looks cool with the. But that's for the 12 realms, right? What's up? That's because of the 12. No, there's, there's 10 realms, but you're right. Hmm. Sorry, I was trying to make a connection. It's like the symbolism. I think it's just a it's a four by three, you know, rectangle. Um, Okay. So, so with everything, I mean, we we should probably. I mean, I feel like most of the time we're going to be spending uh, on this final episode. Ryan, were you also confused by the final episode? Not really. Oh, okay. I I handle time travel stuff pretty well. I will say most movies that I watch with it, I'm not usually that confused and maybe it's because i watched way too much doctor who back in college but um yeah no i i wasn't too confused on that one um i was listening to uh someone uh talk about the finale and they kept referencing a doctor who episode that i stopped watching doctor who before i got to that episode so now i'm like i have to watch it tonight 
because everyone's like yeah everyone says it's the best episode of doctor who ever like they all voted and it's like the best one of all time it's a capaldi one um, okay i stopped watching a capaldi too yeah apparently it's like like blink level of like the best of doctor who of all time and yeah. i think it's called heaven sent i was um, and i'm like i should have I, yeah watch no it. i was i was streaming the other the other day and we were talking about i don't remember how we got on the subject of doctor who but everybody was like there is a capaldi episode that's so good that's probably they, the they convinced me yeah. i'm gonna get back to watching it. i'm gonna bring it up again and try to figure out where i left off and then watch uh watch some more doctor who because i want to i want to watch this episode I've heard you can just hop into that episode. Oh, it, okay. it then I'll watch it. I'm not a Doctor Who like fan. Blink. But, yeah, yeah, I have never watched Doctor Who either. So I'm just like... I'll jump in for like an episode. I, yeah, it's like... Actually, I lied. I did watch one because I saw the Van Gogh one and oh. cried. Because oh, every time. Oh, I cry every, every time. cry. Because I'm <laughs> a huge... Time. Yeah, I'm a huge Van Gogh fan. And it's just like... Yeah, that one right there. I did watch that. Let's quick quick show of hands out of 10 let's just say out of 10 and we, I, i'll ask you the same question at the end of this podcast because maybe talking about this clarifies as a whole this season how would you rate this season of loki because before this ending i would have rated it lower but the ending makes it all kind of make sense to me um ryan I'm says gonna... how ryan says how much I, nine Nine. for me yeah. okay nine out of ten i'll give it an eight but it will be a nine if they make something out of it <laughs> i just can't i would give it an eight because like first first of all cinematography the storytelling was there like i expected to go into this being confused so that's what it gave me confusion yeah. um and yeah acting you can tell tom hiddleston loves this character and it gave him a final goodbye so yes i'll give it it's like teetering a nine, but I just don't want Marvel just to ruin everything they, they put into it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> AKA Doctor Strange. I I have and I, I ranted about this yesterday with the Marvels. I do not like the multiverse. I like it as a concept in fiction when done correctly, when done right, sparingly. But when you say everything is possible, then it's almost like what matters, you know? Um we have first time chatter Chappelle, um, maybe the Dave Chappelle. I don't know. Uh, saying <laughs> I'm glad I stopped watching it episode two and then came back and binged everything through the finale. I would have hated watching it week to week. This might be yeah. a good season to like binge. Yeah. Yes, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, there uh, there were a couple episodes where I was like, gosh, dang it, I need to know what happens next. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's a binge episode. I mean, yeah. season. Yeah, the season is like an 8.7 for me, but going into the finale, it was like a six, five or yeah. six. There's mm-hmm. a couple, as I was rewatching it to take my notes, I was like, wow, episode three for me is like borderline unwatchable. Is that Victor Timely one? That's the Victor Timely one. Borderline unwatchable. So bad. He grew um, on me. Um, He did, when there's less of him. Yeah, but, but like it just... It, I, I'll get it was just like nobody had any hustle like Mobius yeah. Mobius the loom's gonna explode and he was like let's get Cracker Jacks and I was like enough folksy charm it's gonna yeah. explode and yeah. then Victor Timely because of the character choices that were made um 
like everything took a lot longer so it was like everyone is going so slow and then the clock is horny for some reason um and there's just and then all the decisions characters made i'm just gonna rant about the episode for a second yeah. like sylvie i love that she couldn't kill victor that she was like i in you i see myself right i was just a kid i hadn't done anything yet but i got pruned you're just a man oh. who hasn't done anything yet and i'm about to kill you because of what you might become right but then she sent ravona to the end of time with a tempad that has yeah. to be like the only like the only thing i can think of is Sofia DiMartino and the actress Louise B-15 must have had some kind of outside beef with the creators of the show because like ridiculous like the decision that Sylvie made also they let Victor Timely go in the door in front of them wild choice like and then yeah poor B-15 doing the best with what she was given but they didn't give her anything they made uh Sylvie as unlikable as possible yeah, episode three was a hard watch for me. And then I didn't really like episode five very much. Whatever happened to Zaniac or whatever that guy was? Yeah, Brad. he got one shot. There was one shot of him in the finale. Oh, okay. Is he? Which one's that? When He's... he goes back in time to be like, uh, an actor? Minute, I know you're hurt right now. Like, no, he oh, was killed. Brad? I thought I thought they killed him. No, because no. Ravona spared him and killed the rest of the people with the... <laughs> Yeah, but I thought Loki and Sylvie, Loki and Sylvie killed him when they got their magic. No, they enchanted him, and then he pruned Ravona, and then was just like, "Uh," when he woke up, and then we never see him again. That's right. Mm. He, oh yeah, yeah. Sylvie enchanted him. He pruned Ravona, and then like popped out of it and was like, "Oh my gosh!" And yeah, I think they knew he he didn't really. Want to be there? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just kind of like, I'm just trying to survive right now. Yeah. Um, leading up to this finale, we see a lot of stuff. We see a lot of these characters in their previous lives. These are lives that, if they weren't snatched out of time, that would be their life, right? And I feel so bad for Mobius. I was Ryan mouthing something? Ryan, what are you going to say? I was going to say, I, 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 I don't feel bad for the life he was snatched away from. It just doesn't seem super fulfilling. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, yeah. I hated it. Um, To learn. So Mobius has this whole thing about how what if his life was good right that's what he's most afraid of and then to make him a single dad that's kind of annoyed at his kids all the time who then when loki's like i can bring you right back it's like you won't miss any time he's like okay like (laughs) maybe it's because i'm a parent but like that was ridiculous and to have the only thing that like the jet ski thing that is not how i wanted the jet ski thing to pay off like the jet skis like that ship had sailed i think like, I already wasn't, like, I wanted to see him, like, did his wife get blipped? Did his wife leave him? Did his wife die? Like, I'm sorry, snapped, whatever it's called now. Yeah. Where it's like, he's a single dad and he's just gonna leave? Like, I don't think I would leave if Tom Hiddleston showed up. And that's saying a lot for me. But I wouldn't leave my child behind as a single parent if Tom Hiddleston was like, here's your call to adventure. I would be like, I'm sorry. I'm all yeah. she has. Like, that like something that like 
that should have been such an emotional payoff and it was just nothing mm. and it made yeah. me very very frustrated okay I, yeah, I have to agree. Like, it honestly felt like none of that mattered. I don't know. I, I just didn't like, I didn't like it either. Yeah. I, I just, just didn't make sense to me because it's like, wouldn't, if he was gone, wouldn't their lives keep on continuing? Like, what happens whenever, that's what I kept on thinking. Like, okay, if they're gone for this, like, if they're pruned or if they're taken to TVA, does that timeline just stop? Well, they can travel back to that same amount of time, like same time, right? To the same point in time. It's the so same it's like point he in never time. left. Yeah, except he's technically aged and gained wisdom of X amount of time. But not physically, okay. as far as we know. Yeah, as far as we know, but I don't know. Because yeah, he had that one moment where he said, they won't even know you were gone. And he said, but I'll, but I'll know. And I'll right. say, yeah, yeah, more of that. But then they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I... What were you going to say? I was going to ask if anybody had heard the theory of Mobius being an Odin variant. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard, I've I haven't it. heard it, but tell it us. Doesn't about it. It. it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. I just, there were a lot of parallels with his kids being like Thor and Loki, um, just in their like characters. And then the, the older kid that was compared to Thor saying that he really likes snakes like how Thor was like I really like snakes and then Loki turned into one and then he bit me and like you know things like that yeah, I was like okay I kind of I can kind of say I don't see like for sure that they would go into that but I think it's a fun little idea to play with oh that would have been nice if they would have done that because <laughs> I mean like I like an easter egg being an easter egg sometimes yeah like, oh, it's man. just symbolism it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. which kind of fits in with my when people are comparing Loki to the time stone, it's really the color green and it's the it's time, right? Yes. But I think that what we see in the end of this is almost that it, it's more like correlation, not causation. It's green is life. Life is the tree. Time mm-hmm. is the tree. I like that. Loki so is the simple. tree, right? Like these are all the green things that are. So like, yes, maybe time is green because the tree is green in a weird way. As opposed to some people because saying green that, means life, yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. I like that because I was thinking I about the it. other stones. None of the other things in the stone. There's no life stone, right? Like soul, I guess. But like green is soul. Yeah. Eh, no, I don't know. Yeah. So getting us up to this this final episode, um, and uh um <laughs> just people are making jokes in the in the comments uh i see you guys uh there's three parts of this episode we'll take it step by step the first part is the we start off with again the throughput multiplier um we we see it that that loki is like we're gonna go faster right that's pretty much where it starts mm-hmm. they send the victor timely get spaghettied like 35 <laughs> times again yeah it's so sad when he when it happens. I'm just like, I don't know. Um, did you guys have any? <laughs> we 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 see this like he goes again faster, and he just keeps going faster and trying to cut down time that way. I, the, the amount the amount of time it took him to get to like oh not faster but earlier was frankly hilarious. Too long. Like, yeah, he's like we waited too long, and I'm like okay, you don't need like 17 more seconds. You need to go. 
go back further. Right. It was like a funny gag to just watch him do. And that was like, I mean, the highlight reel for Tom Hiddleston. Like, like we're just running laps and doing just the most charming things. Right. <laughs> Faster. Amazing. Also, the fact that is that like, there's random chance that gets involved in Victor Timely's goggles will fly off or like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, Cause it like you could hear the frustration of like <laughs> you put it down it's gonna roll off like and then I'm gonna have to do it all over again and right green green and he's like hit it again <laughs> <laughs> um, the like dead fan of him going be brave you're being so brave was <laughs> like and just so funny I think that the the symbolism kind of compounds on itself throughout the whole thing um i think that like he wasn't he was trying not to leave it up to chance or probability um and through time travel is able to do it more than one time over and over again until hopefully it finally um happens i think that loki has a problem with control i think that's literally his whole being right it's manipulation it's lies it's trickery it's control and he's moving everybody around like chess pieces like he used to right like he's always done am i am i crazy no no, no, no you're right that. there's also a moment i feel like that should have been sadder than it was not that it i want things to, well i do want things to be sadder always sadder but like when he does the thing where he says how long would it take me and they said centuries and it says centuries later i'm like that's horrifying like yeah. he's been doing this for centuries like that's yeah oh so sad like just he's going over it like that's that's terrifying yeah but it's just like haha it's been centuries yeah you... i don't i don't know how they would make it more serious yeah like without having us watch all of the centuries go by could you imagine like dying though every oh. yeah so he had to relive his death for centuries or all of his friends dying. All his friends dying. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, you know, go ahead. I was gonna say I will say when that popped up and it said centuries later, both my husband and I, like our jaws dropped. We're like, oh snap! <laughs> like he's gonna be at this a while, I guess. Yeah. But also uh, not trying different combinations, like making Victor go in it every time. It's like you're a god. Why didn't you go in it? Like maybe he did in time. the centuries that he tried this over and over um honestly i don't think he tried the reason is is that because i wrote down control versus success versus self-preservation loki i mean i don't think he's a being a coward by being like with his self-preservation but like if he dies then he can't rewind time and do it again if something goes wrong out there mm. There's only so much he can do. Yeah, right? I don't think he tried either, just because the simple fact is because he didn't realize until talking to he who remains that it was a fail safe because they all were doing like this. He was believing like the probability and doing the math from OB, like they needed the temporal oil, oil, whatever. Yeah. I can't even say it. <laughs> and um, and you know, obviously of he who remains, and that's where Victor Timely was like, only he could do this and Right. Oh, good point. And why yeah. did he go is because he he was the one who volunteered, right? 
And like, I guess the hard part is getting someone to volunteer. So now we got someone to volunteer. He plays that role in this sort of chess game. Victor Timely. It's his job. You know, well, you it's not just that he had to volunteer. Anyone. Well, he had to volunteer as in like he has to be a willing counterpart. I didn't understand this part, but like when Loki put his head underneath it, it says it didn't match. Like when they put it inside that little right. box thing and then Victor's did. So, but he has to be willing and he has to match. His DNA has to match. Oh, so like you couldn't scan Timely's face in and then have like, like no, Mobius go to the outside? You could, because that's what he does at the end. No, but he pulls oh. it open with his telekinesis. Oh, he does. Yeah. Correct. I think so, he pulled it open because they wouldn't open it for him, though. Because I think technically, because Mobius went out there earlier yeah. in the season. Like, I think anybody could have. I think the reason it was timely is because Loki knew eventually at the first time around he did volunteer. Yeah. And you're right. You do need someone who's willing and wants to do it or else they're going to hesitate. They're going to make mistakes, you know, this and that. You can't force anyone. They can't force mm-hmm. anyone. Even if you, like, it kind of felt bad to the point where he was, when he was like, oh, you're going to do it timely. You're going to want to do it yeah. know, in the future. And I know it's because he's run through it a billion times over the century, but it still kind of felt like, let him make his own choice, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out all the people that are out there in the audience right now. Uh, if you guys uh, like, comment, subscribe, do all that stuff, um, especially for for Ryan, for uh, uh, Mariah, for Sarah, uh, go follow them on social media as well. Just throwing that out there. Um, um, oh, Mr. Plow. What's up to Mr. Plow out there? What's up, Paul? Oh. Uh, Paul says the time radiation was higher this time around than when Mobius was there. Um and we see the, yeah, the mistakes, like the loose helmet, the rolling off the walkway, don't set it down, you know, um, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we... They fix it. Yeah. Then it works, right? Mm, kind of. Three Ish. seconds. Kind of. But then they fixed, they fixed, like, the biggest problem that I had. Uh-huh. Because... I think I probably said this to you, Dimitri, before that when they said that, like, oh, way back in like episode two, I think, when they bombed the the branches and they were pruning the branches and they said 30% of the branches. And I was like, that shouldn't be possible because they should be expanding at an infinite rate. There should be like right. no 30% of the branches. Like there shouldn't even be a quantifiable number. So when he said it's a scaling problem, you can't scale for infinite, I was like, thank you. Finally, that was finally yeah. someone said it. I've been wanting you like finally science in our science fiction (laughs) kind of yeah i mean in the sense that like if we're dealing with timelines based off of people's free will then we're dealing with infinite amount of people with an infinite amount of choices right Mm -hmm. you know whether to put their right foot forward or their left foot forward can change things like you know so the throughput multiplier doesn't work uh i mean it works as as intended but the way they realize is that they can't do it. And so um, Loki looks happy and he feels like, I feel like he was like, I'm a hero, right? Like he managed to make it all work. He's a hero. Um, And by the way, he never says, I love you. I don't know. I, I was like, I just feel like he should tell at least Moby as he loves him, but that's a side thing. Um, we learned that we can't scale for infinite. Um, 
And then what, Sylvie has the worst line in all of television history. Which is... She which says, is, and I quote, uh-huh. It's almost as if as soon as the timeline started branching, this was doomed to happen. And I was huh. like, for real? <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, wow, they really hate Sylvie, huh? Like... <laughs> It's like the epitome of like, you're always like, show, don't tell, show, don't tell. And she's like, ah, you have to go back to when I killed he who remains. And it was like, no, like, no, like, obviously, like, it was so frustrating because I was like, it, we all are already there. Like, we are all, everyone watching it realized that at that moment. And then like, Tom's doing a good enough job like he's a good enough actor that he can play that on his face without you like saying it out loud it was it was like when they say the name of a movie in the movie right roll credits (laughs) like when she said that I was like that's the show (laughs) yeah um they say the show title a lot in this show I know it's ridiculous oh yeah they do (laughs) now someone in the the chat is saying that they screwed sylvia over this season and i i i agree because she was i loved her so much in the first season and everybody did everybody was you know super their costumes going on everything everybody loves sylvie and then every time i went and read like the reddit after show you know after episode threads and everything everybody's hating on sylvie and i'm like like her haircut's stupid she has her acting's bad i'm just like what what happened? I don't think her acting was bad. Yeah, I, just I think don't they think gave so her either. I think they gave her some terrible lines. Yes, I did not like her haircut. They could have at least <laughs> changed that up a little bit. They could have. Yeah. They could have done that. A bit. I understand why yeah. she had it, but she could have changed it as soon as she was outside of that timeline. There is one person yeah. who had the worst acting I've ever seen, and it was the guy who wanted to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his name, but I'm telling you right now, the first like episodes that he's in, that was the worst. I'm I hate picking on anyone's acting, and that was awful to me. It, yeah, I don't maybe know. It was on purpose because he wanted to be an actor. And were, like, maybe if that okay, then <laughs> then go ahead and go with it. But I will say when I was like, I couldn't get behind this. First of all, this new uh, officer that we didn't even see in the first season. It's like, why not we use someone who was in the first season, like instead of introducing a new, I don't know. I just said, yeah. this is my opinion. We were a little confused on who he yeah. was for the first few episodes. We're like, mm-hmm. is this someone we're supposed to remember yeah. from right. the first season? And then we figured it out. But yeah. Right. No, I, I, I thought that was a miss. I thought that you should have at least, like, there were some other officers they gave a, like a little cameo who was in the first season. Like, make him be that person or make someone else, like yeah, someone guy, we've seen before. The guy that was B15's friend who got pruned drinking the hot chocolate, he's right. in season one. And I don't even know, I don't know what his name is. Oh, and like yeah. in episode one, he gets yeah, he's in, yeah, he's in like multiple episodes of this, just like doing whatever B15, like she'll just tell him to do something. He's like, mm. like, I don't even know if he has lines. He's like, yeah. nods. And then he tries to give him the hot chocolate. Tamley tries to give him the hot chocolate and then he gets pruned. Yeah. That made me so sad, by the way. I just, because there's a timely holding his hot chocolate. And then, you know, <sighs> that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, the, also, the I, th- I thought they also did um, Ramona dirty too. I think they did all of them dirty except for Loki. <laughs> I mean, I guess oh. that's the point. I, I think Ramona's going to come back. I think it's that weird. she will play a bigger part, but. 
I think Loki's done. Like, like oh, yeah. in a, in a show called Loki, you want it to be about Loki. But like, if you're going to have other characters in it, you have to do something with them. Yeah, Ravona at the end, it was very um, end of Ahsoka where like in the Ahsoka, it's not a spoiler, but in the Ahsoka finale where they were like, oh, oh, Baylin Shin. Oh my God, uh, quick, 15 seconds of them <laughs> staring at things. And then they're like, okay, that's how Ravona was in the finale. They were like, oh, shit, we left Ravona at the end of time. Yeah. Quick, 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 uh, Elias, get out of here. Do a quick little thing with her. Yeah. It's like, they forgot, oh, we're rebooting Miss Minutes. And it's like, <laughs> why did you have that whole subplot with Miss Minutes? wanting a body and then like but that is in part of that's in my my just autobiography why are tv shows six episodes long now why isn't this 10 episodes long for the love of all things sacred why are tv shows it, why is this so short it because depends we have on short attention spans <laughs> i don't know if it's the attention spans i think it's a, the amount of story to tell like it's easier to write a shorter story that's more movie based and one mm. singular plot line. But like back in the day, you used to have like 22 episodes with multiple characters going through multiple things all at once. Andor, Andor, I will, I, I will always cheaper. bring it back to Andor. Andor was amazing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cheaper to write just six episodes. But also <laughs> Andor did multiple plots in multiple episodes throughout the whole season. And Andor was the best, and, and that's did it. it right. Yeah, yeah. I do want to go back yeah. to Ravona for one second though, because yeah. there was something I wanted to talk about earlier, and I forgot until just now. The scene where she traps them in the box, and then it's horrifying. First of all, yeah. Second of all, was that not just like making her kick the dog, like just to make her eat? Like she's the bad guy, guys. See how see this evil thing she did for no reason. Yeah. That right. makes her evil. Like that kind of upset me. I was like, you can have her. She was kind of doing her thing, what she thought was right. Right. But then you just have her murder a bunch of people for and then not do anything. Yeah. Gruesomely murder a bunch of people for no apparent reason. Because you just left them locked it. Like, what are they what are the extra people gonna do? Really? Right. You know? Yeah. The the, the sound design of that though was um, oh <laughs> I'm glad we didn't see it. Yeah, I was I like, think, show I don't think it, they could have shown show that. It, cowards. <laughs> they no. could have shown dripping blood. I don't although, know if it's dripping the sound, blood. The I, sound think design, I just know there was someone in the room that was like fighting for the sound. They were like, I don't yeah. know if we should do the sounds. And they were like, you have to do the sounds. And I'm glad that they, they got the sounds. And yeah. I someone in the chat said something like the filler episodes, but I um, I mean, maybe because Lost is my favorite TV show of all time. There's uh -huh. certain episodes, and this is this season is very Losty. But there's certain episodes where it's like you don't know you want it until it's there, and you're like this entire episode of like someone's alternate timeline, and you would have never thought to ask for it, but it ends up being the most delightful 40 minutes of television. Right. So that like, if I had an episode of B15 as a doctor to find out. She's in New York City in 2012 on this branch timeline. Did the Battle of New York happen on her timeline? Well, she's right. Like That's what I was York. hoping to like, see. If we had an episode, if this was a 12 episode season, and we could spend an episode with the with the side timelines, right, and then pull them all out so that we cared for what they got pulled out of. Yeah, uh, Brad Wolf had a weird relationship with Docs. They did like the very close like their faces were really close and i was like is this a mother son is this mm. a what's happening here 
never paid off we don't care about docs like there's it's like if you're gonna plant a seed and then completely neglect it like I'm glad we got the time with Loki because that's who I really care about right but like don't don't tease me and then not ever do anything with that yeah maybe it just all got cut I mean they probably didn't film it because it takes money to film in the first place the goal is to cut the least amount of possible just film less cut less well i just didn't know maybe they did film something but when post credit and when they went through they're like oh we're gonna make this 10 episodes and then they were like now let's go back to doing six i mean it's all it's (laughs) possible it could also be possible that they wrote it yeah and then they cut the writing down right um but i also think that like shows that are based around plot and plot only so like movie shows like um like something like moon knight right they have a set amount of things and and like Moon Knight was very much like Moon Knight the movie, but like six hours, right? It's less, you obviously can't have filler, but like in a longer TV show, you can have filler and serve the purpose of like showcasing characters because you're not beholden to the plot so much, right? There isn't a countdown clock, um, like the gods, the Egyptian gods coming back like there is, you know? Um so I, I don't know. Morgan it just depends Knight. on the pacing of a the pacing of a show. Um, Moon Knight's uh, the best. I just love how it can just stand alone. I was going ahead and say that. So I I like Moon Knight, but it was very yeah. it was it was Moon Knight the movie, right? It's mm-hmm. a six hour movie. Um, but um, I'm I'm trying to read the chat as well. Um, so let let's bring it back to Loki goes back to King goes to the point in which Sylvie is fighting King. I also make note that, like, Loki is a lot about starting and stopping other people's actions, not just as a power, but just as a way of doing things, right? Like, he gets people to do things or he gets people to not do things. And, you know, he gets hands-on, but it's... it's Loki is a manipulator. He is a control freak, right? Um, and we learn that Loki can pause time. And we get this conversation between Kang and, or he who remains and Loki. Is this where it starts getting confusing for anyone? Yes. When he said that he planned him to be time slipping, I was Uh very confused. Also adding another list to the list of ways Sylvie was wrong, literally wipe her out of the scene. Like that was like so disrespectful to me they're like oh she's in the eyeline let's just like delete her out of this scene and i was like jesus like they they hate this character like that's rough um but then yeah he remains calling him uh kiddo i think at one point and then champ at another point i was like oh man i hate this guy like in the best way like they did a really good job he who remains you're saying yeah. yeah, but also like how they used him to like kind of like outsmart like he's actually learned something than more than he who remains like he after all that he's been through centuries of him time slipping going back learning to control it he's learned how to pretty much outsmart mm-hmm. he who remains and be he who remains at the end of not just being like he finally said i'm like he who remains isn't a god but loki's like i am a god so it's kind of like that coming back around like 
Yeah. His scene of like what makes you think this is the first time, and you yeah. see he who remains face like change, like oh, okay, we're serious now. I'm not messing yeah. around with you anymore because you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That was that was a, a a moment for sure. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind that he who remains his origin story is he's just a human being that you know got really sciency and then you know really timey, right? And like he just. He, he, through an eternity and multiple instances and variants and whatnot, is this time god that we know, but he's still human. I feel like that factors in. Um, there, there's some people in the chat saying, like, Lost lost in the Woods. Shout out to Lost in the Woods. Uh, can we talk about how his powers are so on and off and why he never uses any of his incredible abilities? I'm assuming they're talking about Loki. Are they talking about well, Loki? In the, or are they yeah. talking about uh, Hugh they're talking about Loki. But in the TVA, he who remains turned off and Miss Minutes turned off the power. Like they couldn't use their powers inside. There's like a, something about mm. it controlling their powers. Because yeah. there was that episode where Obi is like, yeah, oh, I don't want to reset this because then um, all the magic and then they're like, turn it off. Mm. But yeah. there's something controlling their magic and he kept time slipping. So at some point, like since he kept going back in time, um, Ob never turned it back on. So because he kept going back in time, because mm. it's kind of like in that sense. But there's something in the TVA controlling, compressing their magic that we knew that since season one. That's why the Infinity Stones don't work. That's right. Okay. So that's why I do know that. That did not confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Chappelle says the way HWR he who remains keep kept poofing her away was so dismissive but respectful of her power. Do you think it's a it's a respect thing? No, I think it's a disrespect thing. I think mm. it's disrespectful. But yeah. <laughs> but I, I no. do like that in this scene, I feel like he's like in all the Groundhog Day stuff, right? He's very like hopeful that he can fix the loom. But now that he has to get here to Sylvie and she keeps doing that, if you want to stop me, you're gonna have to kill me. Like that's when you can really feel his exhaustion. Like there's a couple mm-hmm. moments where he's like, you can hear it. he's like desperate to get her to stop and like I, I feel like it really plays off then and I like that like you hear the stabbing happening over and over again I uh keep in mind that like Loki is a lot about starting and stopping other people and whatnot and we see that also in his powers um but also that like he now with this with this Sylvie thing at the end he sees two choices right Kang gives him two choices he who remains gives him two choices one is kill Sylvie or have everything die, right? That everything is just going to collapse in and of itself. Or you can kill, sorry, just kill Sylvie. Did I say kill mm-hmm. Sylvie? Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to kill her. I didn't think so. I thought no. that. I, I, mean, I didn't think so because I, I felt like that would have like in his he has like the best character arc that would have ruined his actually I could see them ruin a character arc but for him to not ruin it he had to sacrifice himself so I was like all right he's going to sacrifice him I knew that when especially when he went back to Mobius I know a lot of people took that as in like oh he's going to go back and kill Sylvie but I think on that sense he was still playing out in his mind that he's going to sacrifice basically saying goodbye to he was saying goodbye to everyone and I, I think at that moment he knew he was going to sacrifice himself I think he was still trying to work out how whether there can be another option right 
because mm-hmm. he who remains just sees two options because he who remains is of his own perspective. Um, and he also feels like Loki could be manipulated in a way, right? That Loki can't venture outside who he's been this whole time. Uh, right? There's a very good comp for this that I just realized, but I don't know if any of you watched Jujutsu Kaisen. Do you guys watch JJK? Mm. Anyone? Okay. There's a moment, maybe someone is listening that has. There's a moment where they're, they put him kind of this character in this situation where they're like, he's not going to use his powers because if he uses his powers, he's going to kill everyone. And he's not going to do that because we know he's okay with casualties, but not him causing the casualties. Mm. And then, um, so like that's the kind of predicament. So I think that's the Kang thing. Kang is, or he remains, whoever he is. He, like, he doesn't have the imagination to see that Loki could just destroy the Lumen, become the god of stories, right? He doesn't have the range, right, to even think of that as a possibility. He thinks, oh, I got him now because this is the only thing. Um, right. Yeah. Because he who remains is powerful, but he's also arrogant. And yeah. arrogant yeah. people can only see what they see. Yeah. Well, I also also got the feeling that he who remains was like, this is my system and I want it my way. And this is the only way we can do it my way. There's another way outside this, but it doesn't involve me. Therefore, that's not an option, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think he was trying to really force Loki down one path that would lead towards his way, which was killing Sylvie. So that the narcissism. Yeah. That would work that way. Or you know, stuck, get stuck in this loop over and over again. Either way, it feels like he who remains would have won that way. So I think it was, I don't know if it was that he didn't see this possibility. I think he just didn't consider that Loki would ever take that and be selfless and take that sacrifice. Yeah. I think something that really helps this season is that it ends. Like, yeah. And what also helps this ending is that like, this is a Loki variant right it is technically a loki variant it is not the loki that died uh that went through ragnarok um the movie that died at the end right or the beginning of infinity war uh it is technically a loki variant right um but when they're with kang um we mentioned t.s Eliot earlier i i was like why is he saying this quote have I heard this before? Was this mentioned? But he says, we die with the dying, but are born with the dead, which is a paraphrasing of a T.S. Eliot poem called Little Gidding. Um, I did some research, but I'm assuming Sarah did more. <laughs> yes. Hello. I'm an English teacher that did a full <laughs> semester study on T.S. Eliot. Um, so Little Gidding is from a collection of poems called The Four Quartets. And Tom Hiddleston has said that he like studied this um for loki so i think that this is just a hunch for me i think that he improvised it i think that he pitched that line i don't think they wrote for him to reference t.s Eliot. he also references richard the second earlier when Mm -hmm. he says i wasted time now time wastes me that's a richard the second quote from shakespeare um uh and that's famously about like a guy who like doesn't really want his crown um but like has to yeah uh so little getting is about like the cyclical nature of time so some other lines with this are um when you said i like that it ends another line from this poem is what we call the beginning is often the end and to make an end is to make a beginning we shall not cease from exploration 
at the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. So that idea that he goes through all of it to come back to the beginning when he first met Mobius, but is seeing it anew. Um, oh my God, I'm going to cry. I love, I love T.S. Eliot. I love poetry. Um, and then there's also a line from it that says, not known because not looked for, but heard, half heard in the stillness between two waves of the sea. That idea of Mobius never looking for his life, like he can't see it because he's never looked for it. But now that he's at the end of the journey, he's ready to look um, and ready to hear and ready to kind of see that. That's why he said he just wanted yeah. to look at it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. clever yeah Yeah. um and that's what it says so he says uh every phrase and every sentence is an end and a beginning every poem is an epitaph any action is a step to the back uh we die with the dying see they depart and we go with them we are born with the dead see they return and bring us with them so it's about war because it's during world war ii but it's also like yeah seasons and every ending is a beginning every beginning is actually an end so yeah um i'm glad that we were able to go through that because i (laughs) i looked it up earlier and i was like oh cool all right (laughs) yeah tom hiddleston has said that he like has studied this this section of poems and um i think it's also on the bookshelf in interstellar Mm. another fun t.s Eliot fact another uh that makes sense because this cool. confused me yeah. just like interstellar cool. <laughs> and i really like interstellar too i love interstellar it's yeah. another time related um, um that story. gave me a nerd yeah nerd yeah i yeah. it blew my mind that movie i was just like <sighs> so it was beautiful with loki talking to kang kang says a couple things before loki starts to think about going back to mobius um Kang says he's alone. Um, oh, and by the way, the the motto of the TVA is for all time, always. Pops up a lot of times. Um, for all time, always. So Kang talks about alone at the end of time, keeping watch. That's his, right? That's why um, he made the tough choices. That's why he gets the big chair. Right? Uh, he keeps people safe. And I think that those start to, like, Loki, it starts to click, Right? Loki goes back in time to talk to Mobius. And he has a big, a pretty good talk with Mobius. Um, he, he mentions that he was born to be king, and then Mobius is king of what? Right? That's Mobius? Mm-hmm. And Mobius talks about the story in which Ravona and him used to be partners. They were sent to kill a child, a an anomaly, a variant. They were sent to kill this, this child, um, and he couldn't do it. Mobius couldn't do it. And I think this factors in um, that he had two choices, right? One is kill the child or, uh, uh, I mean, I guess have hell break loose. He didn't kill the trial. Hell break loose, broke loose. Ravona kills the child, right? Because it's a two choices. That's all he gets. Do you guys like this final scene? This final scene? with Mobius and Loki? I did. Yeah. It, it took, for me, it was like I said, like gave him that goodbye because the next thing we got with Mobius was not good. So, <laughs> so I, yes, I, I liked it. I really liked the story. I liked the delivery of the story. I wish it would have been um, with Pi Mobius. I wish that he would have traveled back to a Mobius that knew him 
Um, yeah. I feel like that would have been, but it's like, it's Loki's goodbye, not Mobius's goodbye, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wish it would have been the key lime pie. I wish he would have gone there, but. I think it also could have been that like he needed advice from somebody who he trusts, but doesn't know. Like, right? Like we, 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 we trust the people that we know and Mobius Loki trusts Mobius enough that like he will take advice from Mobius even if Mobius doesn't know Loki. Or I no, I thought I took it as in he went back to that point of time because it gave him a Mobius like say okay they he sees this version of Loki of how what good how good he is because at that point Loki was still teetering between being good and bad so that's why Mobius knew who he would become at the end because he met that version inside that room. So he goes, there's good. And he kept giving him a second chance and a second chance because he met that mm. ending version of Loki. I don't know. Yeah. That's what oh, how you're I took doing. It. You're doing like, it's like Harry Potter Patronus. Like I know you can be good because you were already good. Yeah. Like yeah. I've already done it. Yeah. I like that. But, Cause like, it's like what, like, everything happens that's oh my gosh uh, that is definitely a harry potter timeline so basically what had happened already had happened because like, it was going to happen type of situation yeah like you I don't it, change i, I don't think know. it's interesting that like mobius was talking to loki around the time like pretty much right after they captured him he is essentially like the villain from avengers been what an hour two hours yeah. removed from that ryan what you got thoughts oh i just that was something uh with the first season where I was like I want I want my other Loki I want the Loki <laughs> that's had all the growth and the you know it's better now a better person um but we get to watch him grow all over again all the way through season two so it's yeah it, I think it was with him going back to talk to Mobius I think that was kind of what you're saying about like oh it's someone you trust but you don't want someone who's emotionally involved and connected with the situation at hand, per se. So yeah, that's probably why yeah, he he's, went back to that version. It's kind of like an unbiased third party. Okay, you guys changed yeah. my mind. <laughs> but then we get the like the best. What I thought was the best exchange was that he tells him that the burdened with glorious purpose, it's more burden than glory. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, line. Which was amazing. That was like. I was kind of blown away by the writing there. And I was like, these are the same people that wrote Sylvie's line earlier. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just a good one. But uh, I, but then I felt kind of, I, I have a, per- I have a tattoo that has a glorious purpose with Loki's helmet. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, it is the, yeah, it is burdened with glorious purpose. Right. And that idea that he said, how do you get through it? And he said, scar tissue. Yeah. That was good. That was a good one. They like Mobius. I, Mobius. He he also mentions you never want to be the guy who avoids it because you can't live with the burden. Right? And so like you if if glory, you know, um is, is your thing, then you have to deal with the burden that comes with it. Uh he also mentions that Ravona had to do the thing that she had that had to be done. And like that there's no comfort, you just choose your burden. And like it's just Loki being like, oh, okay, I guess this is it then. I know what I have to do. Um, But then he gets the choice to be like Ravona and have his burden be killing Sylvie 
right or be like mobius and have his burden be becoming the loom yeah where does he say it's okay to destroy something if you hope you can replace a thing with something better where was this that was said, the last episode right he says that to sylvie I think. yeah when does he say so after this mobius scene where does he go next he goes, he to, goes sylvie. to sylvie oh okay and that like weird time outside of that's right where they have like the whole group together and then yeah. they all start going in there and she's like what's happening and then he pauses time and then they talk she says that she's lived in apocalypses she says first of all <laughs> i don't give you permission to kill me and then she says i've lived in enough apocalypses to know it's okay to destroy something and then he says something about there being a hope to build something better yeah i think what he said is it is okay to just like let things die destroy things if there's a hope of replacing it with something right. better. Don't burn things down just for the sake of burning things down. Yes, mm-hmm. which is what Sylvie was doing. She's like, just burn it all to the ground. Don't care. It'll sort itself out, you know? Right. And then, um, and then Loki's basically saying, like, someone has to be the one to yeah, hold it when, together, like something. When he right. said that, like, if there's something, the hope, the chance of something better to replace it with, I was like, gotcha gotcha so that's he that's when i think he made that decision where he's like i have to take that place instead of that's when i got it where i was like okay this is where it's going yeah um he says i know what kind of god i need to be for all of us and i that to odin for you for all of us Mm what's our he says for you and then he pauses and then he says for all of us oh yeah which is the same yeah yeah, same thing he said to Odin in the first Thor before he died the first time. Wait, 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 the first wait, wait. Time. I missed this part. What was it, Mariah? That's the same line he said to Odin when before he died the first time in the Thor. It's like I would have, I would have done it, Father. I would have been, I would have done it for you. And then he said, I would have done oh. it for all of us, for all of us. And then he's like, No, Loki, you wouldn't have. And you then he drops him. You. Yeah, and drops him. Yeah, it's like. You were done for yourself. And fun fact: I read an article mere moments before getting on this Zoom call that Tom Hiddleston improv that that he suggested. That. Of course he did. That of course he did. Tom Hiddleston. Could, of course he they did. They couldn't figure out like what the line should be, and then he was like, "Oh, let's take it back to Thor." I, I mean, he's very talented. I, I I wouldn't say improvise as much as suggested, right? Suge- like, right. I'm like, sure he, he got approval. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw it out as a suggestion. Yeah. I'm gonna I know. Say... I think the opportunity came. I think he, it was sitting in his brain the whole time. It's like, where can I put this in? He's like, okay, what should we put here? He's like, immediately. I got it. I've been yeah. waiting for this my whole. He's done it for 11 years. I think he knows every single line that he has said as Loki. I'm yeah. very confident. And that yeah. that sad smile is gonna like haunt me till the end of my day that smile that he gives them in the way that he said so like going back so obviously we've all been marvel fan. i've been a marvel fan i watched thor in theaters and hearing his voice like when they were replaying that it's like he was so young and hearing that cry that he did and then now hearing it this time like the man like a deep voice for him to say that sorry it was just like emotional for me because i was just like Man, I'm getting old. <laughs> this has been <laughs> this has been old, over a decade of me listening to this because, like, first store came out when I was in high school, and 
now watching Loki. This is very sad. I I will say at the beginning of this, Dimitri, you asked what we were hoping to get out of the series. And one, I wanted more of Tom Hiddleston. Two, I wanted more of Loki. I wanted more classic Loki. And we got that with the episodes of him like chasing Brad, where he's like, you know, shooting his magic and just like, okay, here's, you know, we're going to do this now. Um, And I got all of that. And then I also got a good, a wonderful sign off, a wonderful goodbye. If -hmm. this is, and everybody's saying it is his, you know, Tom Hiddleston's farewell and goodbye from Marvel. And I don't know if it is or isn't because, you know, who knows these days, but if it, if it is, if that's the last that we get to see of Tom Hiddleston as Loki, I'm a hundred percent happy with it. You know. Yeah, I hope this is goodbye. I don't want it. Like, yes, it's bittersweet, but for the sake of the multiverse, for the sake of everything, for the sake of the story, and just like the finality. Like, I think that it it is better that I'm, this I'm, is the end. Yeah. I'm glad they did this because I'd be honest, I was very mad at Marvel for the way they did him in Infinity War. Mm. Because I felt really bad because he loved this character so much. And then the way that they just write there at the very beginning. Um, yeah, I just didn't like like that at all, how they ended it. And then they gave him a full on series. And I do like this farewell of this character. Yeah. So let's talk about these okay. final moments let's break it down um he he walks he he pulls it open with the telekinesis his magic whatever you want to call it right he walks out and um sorry you guys oh you're frozen i know yeah, yeah i froze oh, right back, now but i think i'm back <laughs> yeah. uh give me a okay we're back to being healthy cool um so so we see <laughs> this flipped. final thing he 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 walk yeah um he pulls open the doors he walks through and my first thought is also is he gonna end up naked like i thought that his clothes were getting ripped I off wish. of him we couldn't be that lucky i was gonna say we were watching it and like the jacket started ripping and like, my husband was like yeah take the shirt off take the sh-. i was like <laughs> i wish i wish we got that in season one and trust me that that lived rent free in my head <laughs> we got it that's all right but instead we got a super cool outfit which i'm yeah. totally fine with yeah which they're calling god loki is that what they're calling it because mm. to me it's king like he's always been a god but now he's finally a king mm. but no one ever like looked at him like oh yeah that's a god like now it's like mm. oh he's holding he's like, lives capital he's a hands. capital yeah capital g yeah capital g god yeah <laughs> because yeah. yeah because um even hawk when he says like i'm a god and he calls it a puny god now yeah yeah i uh uh he he pulls open the loom he destroys it the the threads of the timeline go everywhere right and uh something that i noticed is that like the end of that gangway was almost like the broken bridge the bifrost bridge mm-hmm. is that okay so I, I i'm not making that. up stuff yeah. Okay. No, yeah. It was symbolism. Okay, cool, cool. We're uh <laughs> we're going he, back with that word. <laughs> he walked he walked over it, right? Continued right. the bridge essentially, um, where he grabs all these uh threads, invigorates it, put uh puts life into it, right? Keeps it going, mm-hmm. and then he disappears, right? 
So he's not just like out there on the gangway for all eternity. Yeah, no. He's literally as ascended. Um, he he pulls it together, and there's a throne that he makes gold. And also, I had to look up Odin's throne from Thor, the broken the broken um window of he who remains window. Mm-hmm. It's broken now, and it lo- goes like this. Mm-hmm. and it's Got odin's it. so it mimics odin's throne that's cool i didn't see that yeah i i noticed it on the second watch and so like the broken window is odin's throne that little piece of rock because it's not really a throne but it's like it used to be i guess um is gold for him to sit at and to finally ascend and he makes yggdrasil which is the which is supposed North to be the Stipology. tree that links all the realms. Yeah. But in this case it links all of time. And so I flipped when I saw it. I was you know? so <laughs> excited. Yeah. When it started to turn, I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And also I someone else online pointed out that his horns, that the, his headpiece was made out of it was like a marble material and it was the marble from the TVA like mm-hmm. flooring and stuff like it was mm-hmm. the same same material yeah and I was like oh so he's kind of like every time some new like something like the, the horns happen I'm always like I have to like check in on my friends that do like 3d modeling and i'm like hey guys because <laughs> before i watched the finale um this uh maker that i really love that's uh modeled the sabine armor that i printed for my daughter he like posted he's like i watched the finale it was awesome and yes i'm making that thing and i was like what could he be talking about and then i saw it happen. i was like i got i see <laughs> Like, i know it so it's like after he's every, almost done with it <laughs> yeah every time i see as a cosplayer when i see like a character that cosplay and they come up with a new outfit i'm like dang it like dang it i have to do this all over again <laughs> like, like that ahsoka one which i'm not going to touch ahsoka again i i sweat tears spent way too much money and then for <laughs> them just to put her in another outfit for the last two episodes <laughs> when they like when they, but in ahsoka they had that scene of sabine laying her armor out and i was like that was for me they did that for me like they did that for all the mandalorian cosplayers like i was like sitting by my tv taking pictures each time she put something new out um Somebody asked, Lost in the Woods asked, so what does the TVA do now? And Mr. Plow mentioned they hunt Kang variants because they, they do have files. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do uh, they do mention the 616 adjacent issue, and that's Quantumania, well, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the quantum realm off of the 616. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost in the Woods uh, says, can he leave the throne or is he stuck there? He's stuck there. Yeah. For all eternity, he is going to do a better job than Kang. Yeah. Instead of choking life, he will allow life to grow, which is now what the TVA does. Mr. Plow says they grow rather than prune the multiverse. Even from the get-go, the idea of pruning was was tree-related, was plant-related, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is why it's so sad. It's such a sad ending. It's I'm surprised I like it because you know how I am with sad endings. If it's sad, I don't like it. 
I don't like it at all. It's like a bittersweet. It's I think bittersweet. it's bittersweet. Yeah, I, sure. lo- I love to be sad. So I, I was delighted by it. Because he had that whole conversation with Sylvie about how he didn't want to be alone. Like, and that's why he was doing this because he wanted his friends and he didn't want to be alone. That was his whole thing. And I, oh man, I, you know, tearing up just thinking about it because now he's alone at the end of time he's connected to his friends obviously because you can hear he was hearing the conversations and like checking in on them and everything else they show that but he's still alone and that's that sacrifice he had to make that's why it's so sad but it doubles down on what he said because what he said to sylvie at the end of last season is he said i don't want a throne i just want you to be okay Mm -hmm. so for his friends to be okay he has to take the throne which is like so sad but so like kind of poetic and tragic and like I understand people like upset about it because like it's unfair like it sucks but like it's so beautiful like it's it's beautiful yeah it's just um breaks my heart a little bit there is a beauty also lost in the woods said something really really good in the chat so I want to read it um they said that before when he we were talking about him being a god before he was using the term God as a threat, a desperate attempt at control. But now he says, I'm a God with power. And he says, as a savior, giving him confidence. So like God was like, he was using as a threat before, but now he knows the kind of God he wants to be. He didn't really know what it was before, but now he knows. Yeah. But my thing is now is kind of like, he's like a Sikh, like no one's going to give him that recognition. He doesn't now, need he, it. He doesn't need it. Yeah. I think but that's- they'll know, like they'll yeah. know what he did like no one else i don't know what i'm pulling that from but like the world at large won't know what he sacrificed the multiverse won't know but mobius will know and b15 will know and casey will know and his OB friends will know, will know. yeah it's so yeah. sad they'll know what he did and that's enough and yeah. they also it's sad that they didn't really get a goodbye either he got his goodbye but they didn't they didn't get their goodbye which hurts i mean other than just being on opposite sides of the glass it was Ah, going back to doctor who again with that you went back to Um, doctor who i went back to lost i went back to not not penny's boat that's what oh yeah and i immediately started crying and i was like i have to rewatch that episode um and then i cried more and then i was just let's just lean into it um yeah that that show messed me up um mr plow says just hope that secret wars doesn't screw this up here's my here's my (laughs) my my idea and it's not really that big of an idea if they never touch loki again it's so much better the reason is even when the heroes eventually win secret wars when they eventually win the fight against kang it's only because loki is time like if kang was time they couldn't they wouldn't be able to beat him but i think only by the fact that loki is Yggdrasil allows there to be hope with the multiple variations of choices that they can make mm-hmm. that there that there is hope right like if otherwise Kang has the timeline yeah I hope no. they don't touch it I don't want them to maybe other than a, a spare reference or an easter egg I don't want them to touch it yeah um I don't understand the ending I don't understand what happened with Mobius. So Mobius is is watching himself, but is he gonna hop? Is 
is that the version of himself that Loki takes out? Is he going to hop back into that timeline? What What is he doing there? I was very confused. Because then I've... Sylvie's there, but Sylvie has the tempad so she can hop back to her her universe with, with her multiverse, her, her branch with the McDonald's. But what he was watching himself play with the kids, but it wasn't the same moment that we saw earlier. So it wasn't. What? I don't think so because he was like helping them pick up their toys. Oh, he was and, doing that in the original scene. But too, he picked he, he picked one of the kids up, right? And was like, oh, come on, let's but yeah, they were like I think because Loki didn't interact. <laughs> So, so that is an altered timeline. He's not hopping in. He's just watching. I think he's just watching because I don't. Maybe I he's comfortable he's... with a, a variation of him because now there are variants of him, right? There yeah. used to not be, right? And that there are very variants of him that can live that life that he is now at the. Or TVA. maybe he's on. I think he's on the sacred timeline. So I think he's watching himself on the sacred timeline, and he is a variant from another branch. Because she says, B-15 is like, oh, you're leaving. It's like, um, it's like the, oh, oh no, now I'm going to cry again. Like the good place where they're like, you can leave whenever you're ready to leave, right? And that's what B-15 says to him. She's like, you're not coming in, are you? Like, you're leaving. And he's like, yeah. So he's, but where is he? But then he went to a timeline that already has a a Dawn. So, so where is he? Go? Is there just going to be another guy on that timeline that looks exactly like him? Or- I... For, for me, I thought it was left open to interpretation. Like, maybe he'll choose to go to that life, or maybe he just wanted to see, and now he knows. Because that was the whole thing, is he didn't want to see, he didn't want to see, he didn't want to know. Now he sees, and he knows, and he can make that choice to go back to the TVA, or go into his timeline, but they left it open. They didn't make yeah. that decision mm. for the character. Yeah, I thought he went back and looked on into, like, the sacred timeline, his life on that, and then it, he got to make a choice on whether he wanted to go back to his or not. Yeah, because they gave him a file. Yeah. Yeah. But wouldn't the file be, aren't the files on the variants? I don't know. I was very. Yeah, they all have different, (laughs) they have files on every variant because they got one of the Kang who had Pat, like the Kang Conqueror. They had a file on him. So they gave him his file of how he was supposed to live out his life in the sacred timeline. But because, like, because, like, when Loki went back, it said from, branch timeline like mobius was on like that Mm. mobius Mm -hmm. but they don't give a when mobius goes back they don't give a marker for it so we don't yeah we don't don't know i don't know yeah it's probably a point i don't know listen we're all confused we're trying to we're all trying to piece it together but but we're less confused than we were at the beginning right (laughs) yeah okay yeah um a couple episodes a couple questions that i uh that I do want to bring up because people uh, I was asking on Instagram on our Instagram story at the Keeg show, I put out a question. Uh, so for anyone out there who, you know, has yet to like and follow any of these amazing people here uh, and, or the show um, find, you can find us. Um, how cool is it? Uh, this is from, uh, this is from Aries. How cool is it that Loki turned the timelines into Idrisil? I mean, we talked about it. It's just 20 out of 10, 20 out of 10. <laughs> It's just coolest. super cool. And like, I, did you guys sorry. know Idrisil before? Yes. Like I, I, this... I'm i a big mythology nerd. Mm. I've uh, mostly based around, you know, Rick Riordan's 
series of Percy Jackson and all that. That's what I grew up reading. So if and, and now does, Gaiman, those two, both to say, of them now Gaiman, I, and he's done so many different series. He did one on Norse mythology, but over all of that, when it started turning, my my thought over, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is so cool, is I wish this was on the big screen. I wish I was in a theater right now to see this because it yeah. was. I think that was the most excited and hyped I've been about Marvel since No Way Home. Maybe yeah. I really liked Guardians Three. That one was really good too, but No Way Home was the last one I remember being like, "This is the coolest thing ever." And Loki season finale, I got that feeling again. So yeah, that that was my favorite moment for sure. Yeah, Mister Plow says infinite cool so much that so that we have a scaling problem. Yes. Yeah. As you can tell, anything with any kind of mythology or anything like that, it's, I'm a sucker for. So that's why I love Moon Knight. That's why I love the Thors. I love Loki. I like whenever they were adding any of the Norse mythology. Now they can introduce like Greek mythology. I'd be like a full circle for me. So they have Hercules. Hercules. If he, I mean, he's supposed to come play back. That out. But, yeah. You know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that works. But we have the Percy Jackson series coming out in December. So ready for that. I, okay. My daughter is six and a half. Can I read that to her? Will she, is that okay? Because I want to yeah. read it, but I'm like, I might as well make her read it too. Okay. Right? Percy Jackson? Percy I don't Jackson. know enough about it. I wouldn't uh, say. That's six I mean, they are in high school, but there's nothing. It's like, I read it in middle school. I mean, when yeah, I first started. I would yeah. say the yes. early books for sure. She yeah. just cosplayed Toga for My Hero Academia and was like very excited because she got to put blood on her face. So I think she's okay. Oh, yeah. And then she's watching anime. Then yeah, she's yeah, she watches anime. Yeah. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> what? Let her watch Supernatural too. Like, <laughs> go for it. It's all good. Uh, we got a we got a question on Instagram from EJ Culture. EJ Culture uh, asks this question. I'll add on to the question. Uh, EJ says, "Do you think the TVA might appear in Deadpool 3? And I will also add to the question, or anywhere else, but DJ is specifically asking Deadpool 3. Um, but do you think the TVA will pop up hmm. at any point? Or are we done? Like the behind the scenes time police is better behind the scenes, right? I don't know. I, no, like I said, only because they don't like to connect anything. So I, I'm telling you, nothing's going to connect. I'm not I putting hope. any faith. <laughs> I hope they don't touch it. I just don't want them to. I want it to be that, like, we know because we've seen the series and we know it's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Maybe an Easter egg or a reference, but I don't want them to connect it. Right. I hope there'll be a stupid Easter egg. Yes. I hope it'll be like a... <laughs> I'm the opposite. I want everything to connect. I would love for it to all make sense, but I already know I'm going fully into this and not expecting anything to make sense and also I love the X-Men and I know that they're not going to give it to me for another five years so they're going to give me the Wolverine and they're going to give me Deadpool but I, I'm almost positive they're not going to give me the full X-Men in this Deadpool 3. You got to give them time to recast uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Daniel Radcliffe, he's not I my die, choice he's not my choice Wolverine. for Wolverine but I don't care. I did, so I just know I'm I'm so impatient when it comes to X Men, and at this point, I feel like I'm going to be taking like my kids that don't exist yet so, to go see. I'm just like take my grandkids to go see the X Men. Mariah, you saw, and I don't want to spoil anything for the Marvels, but you saw the Marvels. Yes, it is not going to lead to anything. I'm not getting my hopes up. It was just an yeah. Easter egg. I'm <laughs> you. They're just giving me a tease because they're like Mariah Carly's going to be here. She wants the X Men so bad. I want so the X Men too. Tease her. 
I, they're I, not going to do it. I they're love the X-Men. I also want them to do it right. So I'm a little bit upset with certain things, but that's neither here nor there. Um, no, it was just a big tease. And then I'm not going to get it in a full X-Men for another five years. So I'm going to wait for post credit scenes in Marvel. And I'm going to sit there and go watch every single Marvel movie to go hope to go see a glimpse of the X-Men. Well, I think the X-Men, the way the MCU is going to set up the X-Men won't appear until after Seagull Wars. Yeah, and that's not happening until when, 2026? That's not bad. That's three, year, three years from now, you know? And for them to push it back even farther. They'll, they'll, <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't doubt they would have an X-Men pro, uh, project right on the heels of this final saga. Like, once the saga ends, boom, X-Men. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But, you know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Infinite possibilities with Yggdrasil. Eat I know it's just with a Y. When it happens, we have to say thank you, Loki. Thanks for the <laughs> X Men, Loki. Um, I, if, if okay, I will once they give me the X Men. Okay, Kevin Feige, if you happen to come across this, please just give me the X Men. Like, oh, I just want them so bad. Um, Aries also asked on Instagram, uh, "Is there a greater villain arc in the MCU or in cinematic TV history? A greater arc than?" Loki that we just experienced. No, that's the best. I think like that's a greater a greater like redemption arc. I, yeah, I was gonna say what kind of arc are we yeah. talking about? Redemption arc? Then, let's no. let's like say a, a redemption arc. arc from a villain. No. No, he has a better redemption arc than Thor. How so? Oh, being like the, just a 360 yeah. of his character like oh. where he came from like his redemption arc and like what his growth and everything is it's um this version like this loki yeah hands yeah. down this is the best one uh because i know people bring up darth vader but i don't buy darth vader darth vader never oh, redeemed himself. are we talking about oh we're talking about all i mean technically history. in the mcu or even anything really oh i thought we we're just talking about in mcu i mean we could talk about just the mcu if you'd like i'm i'm saying that Darth Vader, I don't allow Darth Vader um, his sacrifice. I don't, I don't. I do allow it. I don't count that as a full redemption arc. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He gets to kill somebody he set up into power. What about everybody else? All the other bad things Darth Vader did. That's true. You know? But yeah, Uh, I will have to say though, Loki, I do think this is like MCU this is the best yeah. arc, best redemption story, best like character development. Because what they gave me in Endgame with with Steve Rogers. Was... Mm-hmm. Who? Mm. What villains though? Is there a villain that comes close? Like yeah, Neb- Z- Z- Zuko. Oh, Bro. in general, Avatar. Oh, in general, okay. oh, I, yeah. I stand corrected. There, there may be another one. Yeah, I'm like I know that there are. Yeah. Can't think. Um, of it. Zuko's definitely up there. Uh, Blondie I from. I don't uh, like Zuko's art. Lost. I like Zuko, but I don't like the fact that he. There's so many times he almost turns good, and then he's like, "Eh, never mind. I'm gonna slip into my old ways." Major, of course he does. Eh, eh. I think Nebula. Nebula's yeah. a close, a close. Neb- Nebula's pretty. I don't really see her as ever being, like, she was bad, obviously bad. I don't. I don't know. But that it's close. I feel like it's that a close. was a product of environment type deal, you know? Yeah. Was Loki not? Us... 
No, I didn't say he wasn't, but I don't think that was environment because he grew up pretty. He had a loving mother and a loving father. He just was a brat. Okay, he had a good (laughs) life. Nebula was tortured. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like Nebula just killing people for fun. And I don't think she ever really did that. You know, she wasn't evil, evil. She was just a product of the environment. She wasn't, she. Yeah. And she wanted her sister's love the whole time. That's what yeah. it was. I mean, she did try to kill her sister, but it was because of jealousy and because she wanted her yeah. love and everything. Right. I feel that's sisterly love. I feel that. You're cutting and... her a lot of slack. You're letting her off the hook to deny her her redemption story. I don't know. I'm um I'm going to be thinking about this for a long time and I'll let you guys know. But right <laughs> now I have Loki. I've got uh, Zuko. Uh-huh. I've got uh, Michael from The Good Place um i also have uh sawyer from lost like those are all very like starts off villain bad guy you hate through character development becomes like your favorite character Mm. Um, oh i got one once upon a time regina (laughs) there we go I that don't. is like that's a great one. Thanks. That's the only thing I can think of. I, every I watched show... one season and I was like, and then once they started doing like the more like I was on board with like Snow White, but then once they were like, we're doing Frozen, I was like, man, that came out last year. And that's when it started turning. That's when it started turning. Did you just but... stop watching right around that point and just remember all the, the Peter times? Pan season? Season with Peter Pan be in right there. Yeah, great. It's great. <laughs> I tried to go back and watch the later episodes. It didn't. It didn't. Didn't work. But that shows where I met. That's where I met Sebastian Stan. So, that's really, true. yeah, he was in the that. Mad he, was in the first... he was the Mad Hatter. He was only oh, in the first season and got cast for um, Captain America, and he's like, oh, I'm stick with Captain America. <laughs> I mean, I I remember Sebastian Stan from Gossip Girl. So, nah, I didn't watch Gossip. Girl. I didn't watch. Gossip My sister Girl watched either. it. So. Okay. I caught a few, I caught sure. a few episodes. Sure. <laughs> Who would I, I, I never deny what I actually I never I never deny what I actually watch. Um did I watch a lot of Olsen twin movies growing up? Yes. I'll admit to that. But Gossip Girl, it was like a couple what's, episodes. What's the best villain redemption arc in an Olsen twins movie? Oh. That's a whole other that's a whole other episode. <laughs> I would have to do a deep dive, yeah. Yeah. I'm um, trying to think. That's the only thing I could think of like of villains because i feel like there should have been a good re- uh, like villains arc but every show that i love has ruined it with the last season mm. so, yeah yeah i can name a few of them that could have had a good redemption arc but yeah the the hound in game of thrones uh jamie lannister Ouch. game of thrones <laughs> crush that whole arc sorry they literally they literally did crush it was, this everything it in game of thrones <laughs> that's thing. so that's a hero to a villain and the villain is the tv show game of thrones <laughs> was a hero yes. and then it turned into a villain <laughs> so i mean lex luther on smallville is the opposite of a redemption arc it's a d once again i can say yeah. go in with um game of thrones danny i don't know yeah yeah hero to villain like within like two episodes that was so a yeah it was a quick switch um it's a lot there's a lot that as we as we uh close up this episode uh have our opinions changed at all now that we've talked about it as a crew i like it even more if yeah. that was even possible 
Yeah. What was the thing that I didn't think about that Sarah or was it Mariah? Who was it where I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. The, I, that the last line is the line from Thor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. yeah. You think I rewatch it and this, it, once again, just go, you know what? No, they deleted it. I was going to say go on Marvel. <laughs> just go on TikTok. It. My entire TikTok is just sad Loki edits right now. It's sad Loki edits uh, and then like Josh Hutcherson thirst edits because oh. a friend of mine is like really into Josh Hutcherson He's right really now, hot so right now. He keeps yes. reposting all of them so they keep showing up on my FYP and I'm like, get out of here. Um, What was I going to say? He's also was... another, he's from Kentucky like me. Oh, is he? Oh. Yeah. He's, oh. He's from Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, I forget. I forget what I was going to say. Uh, you guys have any uh, final thoughts about Loki season two, where we want to see Loki or these characters? Or I hope we don't. is this it? Yeah, I think I we're all it. on the same page. Don't touch it. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Leave it as it it's, is. I think it's a perfect ending for him. It uh, This season is very much like the Great British Baking Show, um, where like sometimes like your signature challenge is not the best, and then the technical challenge, you bomb it, but then at the end, the showstopper comes in, and you do so good that it redeems your entire week on Great British Baking Show. I feel like that's what the finale did. I feel like it uh it redeemed the entire like I was I was getting worried. They nailed the ending. Um the only thing is I just the Sylvie stuff was still pretty rough for me. Yeah. Um, but just as far as for Loki, I think it was a great ending. Yeah. yeah. I think so too. Um I want to thank uh three of you so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your night. Uh, to be here to talk about Loki season two. And we got it on, like, I mean, it's only been a couple days, which is awesome. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, we got together and we got to talk about it all. So um, thank you uh, three so much. Thank you to everybody out there uh, for watching and or listening. If you're watching us live, you're watch watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, we had one person on YouTube watching us. We had a whole mess of people on Twitch. But the one person, Mike R, saying amazing finale, interested to see where they go next. That's what Mike says on YouTube. Thank you so much, Mike. But thank you to everybody out there for watching uh, Lost in the Woods and Nighthawk and Mr. Plow and Aries. Um, there was tor uh, Torpedo something or another. Torpedo uh, Chicken. Torpedo Chicken. Uh, of course of course um and everybody else out there who's who's uh watching uh before we get going though uh once again everybody out there go follow all these amazing people that i have on the show uh because um they deserve it because you guys not only do you come onto the show and do a great job on the podcast but you also make amazing content um first and foremost uh where can we find you what do you got coming up anything you want to plug sarah you want to go first Hello, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Ms underscore Marauder. Uh, we just finished up uh, two back-to-back -back anime uh, convention weekends. So we got some very chaotic uh, cosplay content from that. And then uh, we will be at LACC next. We are debuting our uh, live action Ahsoka cosplays. So I got Hera going and my daughter, who is six and a half, is going to be a tiny Sabine. And uh, we're going to meet and do photo ops with the cast. So we're very excited um, about LACC and yeah catch her in the kids cosplay contest at LACC that's awesome um, fingers crossed <laughs> I think 
I think Logan, who's like that professional kid cosplayer, I think he aged out of her category. Yes. So she, finally, she finally has a chance <laughs> um, at placing in the kids cosplay contest. And I've made her Sabine literally from scratch. The only thing pre-made is going to be the shoes. Um, so I'm even making the belts from scratch. So join I'm, me I'm, on that journey on, t- on uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm hoping somebody does a cosplay of this Loki. Like get a bunch of those elastic bands and make them green. Oh yeah, someone's like, gonna do it. Bring up, you know. It could, it could just be like carrying a bunch of like. Yeah, <laughs> just, I could see that. Just drag all those vines. Um, I can't wait. <laughs> but Sarah, uh, uh, you do amazing work, and thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we also got we got Ryan. Ryan, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? My slightly out of focus self i can't get my camera out of focus uh you guys can find me at ginger snark on pretty much every social media website instagram tiktok youtube twitch um what do i have coming out i just posted a hairstyle recreations video from the marvels so i did the hairstyles from the marvels in that which was pretty fun uh, but i do hairstyle tutorials for a lot of different pop culture uh all your favorite fictional characters actors actresses all that sort of thing um so you can find that on tiktok and instagram especially in youtube and then on twitch i stream video games we do lego builds all the fun stuff so definitely check it out if you'd like to i'm sure they would like to maybe you can style my hair <laughs> I think all of this fro <laughs> i can't do anything with it besides put it in a fro it's fine <laughs> we should we should all get together we can have a sleepover and do each other's hair yes Brains. <laughs> Great brains. <laughs> me and me and will just watch. <laughs> well, you, I think you could. We could put bows in each other's hair. I think we have enough. That's true. I could do like, little. I can. I'll bleach it, and you guys can paint it. You guys can dye it. Yeah. Oh, love that. Strong. Yeah. Like that. Uh, <laughs> Mariah, where uh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Um, you can find me at Mariah Carly with two Y's at the end on TikTok and on Instagram. Um, I don't have anything coming up because I spent all my creativity in October for Halloween. So now I'm just taking a break, <laughs> take a little smoke break until January. <laughs> and right now I just do all my modeling for different um, brands like the Her Universe brand and the other fashion brands that dear to me and all in the fandom realm that way but right now I'm just taking a little break and then I'll start back up with cosplaying um I don't think I'm going to go back until February for Megacon so oh Orlando Megacon yes yes in February and I'll debut my costumes then yeah so just follow along I'm throwing an idea because I'm just throwing out cosplay ideas for everyone Loki and whatnot someone can make an Idrisil dress like, I feel like it could come up <laughs> and, like, flare out, right? Oh, no. Ryan's going to do it. <laughs> I'm thinking I got friends at the so Her many, Universe fashion show right now. So you so better many, hush like, your mouth. There's so LED fashion. Like, you could get the glowing lights going up and down. Oh. Like, <laughs> these are, these I are all ideas. I don't have money for this. And then you can take my check. I'll, I'll bring my nephew. I'll put him in a little Loki costume and you can wear him on the front. <laughs> like in a like little a, baby carrier. So it's like Loki <laughs> sitting right in the middle. Perfect. And dress him up with the horn. Oh my goodness. Yes. And then I made, I made, him, a, I made him a tiny Mandalorian uh, helmet for Christmas. Mm. Maybe give him green spaghetti. Because you know how like when, when babies get messy with spaghetti and they just, just 
Honestly, I can see this happening whenever I like I start having kids and I need to find out cosplay idea. I'm going to steal your idea, Sarah. So I got I have, yeah. I have I have. Many I will years. give you credit, <laughs> and I I'm telling you right now, I will do that. I'm just. <laughs> Uh, thank you, you three so much for coming on. Thank you, everybody out there for watching. If you are on social media, obviously follow Ryan, Mariah, and Sarah um, on social media. You can also follow The Keeg on social media, at The Keeg Show, pretty much everywhere on social media. TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones, uh, but we're also on Facebook and, and Twitter slash X and threads and all that stuff so wherever you guys are at on social media you find us at the keeg show or slash the keeg show wherever we also got patreon.com slash the keeg show if you want to find uh, a way to donate to the keeg um you can do that through patreon patreon.com slash the keeg show um we do a couple different shows through the keeg we do comic talk every thursdays where we talk about that week's uh new comic book releases dc marvel and indie this is the keeg talks Normally the Keeg Talks is every weekend, uh, but now we're like doubling up and we're doing like one on the weekend and one on Monday so we can catch up on like the content that we uh, we need to catch up on. So to stay tuned with all that, TikTok and Instagram are probably the, the easiest ways to stay uh, tuned to our whole schedule. This was Loki season two, uh, but we got a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff that we have yet to talk about. So definitely... Stay tuned for that. Um, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Key Talks Loki Season 2. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.